Welcome back to the Gadget Spot. Hi, everyone. Okay. Oh, I was going to see how long Here that goes. I was going to see how long that, you could, guys that pause could go this time. That was a good one. I also was waiting to see how long it would take, and you all disappointed me. It's okay. Oh, you well can done. clip it. You can clip it out. You can just edit that out so it sounds instantaneous. I That's could. It feels do. like I went I outside of an oh. inside joke from last week. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. get it. No. No. I just... It was just did the, we make fun we of Jared at all last week with him not being here? Boy, did we. Did, did we just go ham on him? I don't remember. Uh, is there nothing remember. in which to make fun of on behalf so, of myself? Well, so, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that we cauterized you last week. Oh! But. <laughs> I think we ripped on you, him a little bit. Ah! There was some snipping, definitely. Oh! Snipe you off! <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's stop cutting around the bush. Let's do some uh, intros. Ooh, that was a good one. I, I can do that myself. Thank you very much. This is the Gadget Spot where we talk about tech gadgets and video games and allude to things. Cash and prizes. <laughs> that some of our panelists decide to get done. Um. To themselves. Let's see. Uh, what else? Let's let's introduce panelists. Wow. Um, he doesn't like to hear about ripping and tearing. He's Jaren. Unless I'm playing Doom Eternal, baby. Hey, oh, hey -o. Oh, it's such a good Jaren. song. You can find me on Twitter at Jaren, J-A-R-R-O-N, and uh, that's it. I've I've go. emerged the better man from last week. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, glad to have our our Patreon reader back Tony. oh yeah. yeah who who did that no did. patron was down that day so we couldn't do it he lucked oh, out he lucked they, out but he still wasn't ready they knew yeah. they knew <laughs> they knew and i still i still beefed it <laughs> <laughs> like they were down and that's really good for tony because he yeah. wasn't ready uh well it took i had big long pauses where i'm sitting there like patreon.com and it just spins and spins yep. and like i know i spelled it right different tab patreon.com spin spin cannot find server what yep it was down hard down all right uh owen introduce yourself hey everybody returning champion am i no anyway uh owen sure, here why not yeah uh follow me on twitter at techno and i've been Liking Tony's tweets at an exorbitant rate. Well, that's not true. You haven't that, liked any of them in the last two right. weeks. Ah, uh, dang it. You're right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he caught you. Yeah. didn't even try to hide uh, it. I know. I just I don't have the energy for that. So go there and follow me. Sometimes I lurk on there. If you at me, I'm more than likely to respond. So. Uh, oh, yeah. I, if I, it gives me a notification if I get directly <laughs> mentioned. Oh, okay. That's why I get all of James's because... He directly mentioned. Why did you me. say my name like that? James. James. Oh, James's. James. James. <laughs> Speaking James. of James. Yeah. Hey, James, introduce hey. yourself. What's up? I'm James. I'm here. Let's do this. I'm on Instagram, JDD Jensen. I'm, uh, you know. TikTok? Yeah. You so got no. you, you on TikTok? Oh, 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 um, oh. There it is. I don't mean to uh, pull an Edward Scissorhands and just lop off my own. Uh, here's Tony. He's our host. That was. I mean, was he should have stopped after the one before that. That one was yeah, really that good. That last it, one was just, really good. I tried to go for one, a double header, but uh -uh. Mm -hmm. bad form. Drop those balls. Nope. Hmm. Nope. Hey, I'm Tony. Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Geek Show podcast. And uh, yeah, this is the gadget spot. So let's 
First of all, have a big time shout out to our Patreon backers, patreon.com slash gadgetspot, or go to gadgetspot.net and click on the link there. If you donate $6 a month or more, you get a shout out on air by Jaron, as long as he's here and Patreon is working. (laughs) (laughs) And we appreciate all donations to the Patreon uh, account there, like a digital tip jar, and uh, we thank you very much for it. Jaron, who are our $6 tier and above people? Well, the Uber special people are A.G. Jasper, David Broshinsky, Connor Kesaw, Aaron Young, Stuart Lloyd, Austin Beauregard, and V for Valentine. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Then we have Brian Twyman, Andy Bird, Eric Cruz, Nathan Motzkus, Matt Nelson, Colton I. Be the eight-year-old. Y'all should check out Hendrix Craftsman on Insta and TikTok. G-Spot Paparazzi. Josh Dorius, Dick Masterly, Splinter, Adam Foote, Aaron Faulkner. Trust issues and an active imagination is a bad combo. Ryan M., Ryan Baker, Wiffleball Tony, and Adam Hecht. All right. Thank you so much, Patreon backers. Thank you. You rock. Uh, Let's see. We have uh, a a couple of email questions. Um, And then, oh, also... Uh, an announcement in case you hadn't noticed uh, Landon has been joining the show fairly frequently the last uh, the last month or so and that is because him and James are going to start doing a uh, kind of every other type of deal on the show because J- James has got a lot got a lot yeah. going on in his life he he's got tears coming yeah. out of his eyes right now yeah mm-hmm. uh. I don't want to abandon you guys like my dad did. Uh, no, we no, appreciate I just have a, that. I mean, we're entering into the season where my uh, side it's work in the is blood. Yeah, picking up exponentially, and like, yeah, just today I landed another account where I'm probably going to be flying out to Pennsylvania sometime. So, Dag, yo, yeah, it well, congratulations on that. Yeah, yeah. my uh, I have a documentary dropping in either two months or Math. a year. Okay. okay, so, <laughs> so it should be. It's the cut's done. It's in uh, color oh. and sound mastering. Cut. Yeah, yeah. The cut was the hard part. Is it a part. documentary about documentaries? No, it's a documentary about a dude that lives in Texas. Cool. Yeah. Side project. All right. or what's what's is that a side project? No, or just a oh, just part of your regular job. Yeah, it's just part of my regular job. Oh, uh, oh. We're trying to we we're showing it to the C suite on. Uh, if you guys are familiar with uh, the Yeti Present series, we are trying to do something akin to that. Yeah, so they neat. sent me to Texas to go film somebody that lives uh, out near Waco, a place called Stephenville. And I went out there, filmed for about a week, came back, been working on it for about a month and a half. It's probably something I've worked the hardest on just because uh, what we'd like to do is not just make it a single episode. We want to spin it into a series. We have five other ambassadors, five other uh, brand ambassadors that we're talking to to try to spin into a bigger series because it would make more sense if it came out as a series and then mm-hmm. we do chapters. Something to nice. watch for. Something to watch for. Yeah. yeah what I'm so, hearing is you're flying the coop. You've me? outgrown us. Oh, no. We, you don't need us anymore. No. If anything, I just, I know the quality that this show deserves. And I mean, you know, like my attention is only so much and especially with two kids. By the time you get home after doing media stuff all day, it's kind of hard to stay up to date. So if I go every other week, you get the best of me. And the, the I don't know James if you noticed this, possible. but our website has a brand new and updated phone number because I have optimized our website for all SEO platforms as well as got us a new Google 
number. If somebody wants Heck to read yeah. that, if somebody remembers what our website is. Hmm? We have, oh, yeah. The get, get spot on that. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Huh? What? Getspot.net get, get will get you close now. That was the fun. 385-429-2213. Yeah. We have a website? Yeah. I went and, I went and, updated, uh, I went and uh, updated the show notes there. Thank you very much. Whoop. I nice. feel bad. They hadn't been done since uh, May. So. Well, all I heard from everything you just said, James, is you went to some town made up by a guy named Steven. Yep. Stevenville. That's not a real place. That's just nope. some place out in the middle of nowhere by a guy named Steven who says, this is to, my land now. I need to do Welcome that. Welcome to Stevenville. I it's need to do actually that. right next to a place called Heiko, where Billy the Kid died. It's pronounced Haiku. Hmm. Challenge. Hmm. <laughs> 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 All right. Very good. Very good. So this, that's that's kind of what's going on from here on out for the foreseeable future. All right. Um, emails. Let's see. We'll start with, uh, we got one from uh, Uncle Squinky. He sent me a, a text with two questions. One of which I said, yeah, we can talk about that. The other one I said, nobody's going to know the answer to that. So we'll start <laughs> with that one. Uh, if I can, there they are. So his question is, I have a Roku 4K streaming stick plugged into one of my home theater amps HDMI ports. Apple HomePlay or whatever oh. the iOS app that casts a video to another device is called. Airplay. Uh, Airplay. Sees it as a set of speakers, even though it clearly sends a video signal to the TV via the amp. So he's trying to Airplay to the Roku, it sounds like. My 65-inch Sony's firmware is up to date, the Roku as well, and all my iOS devices are on the latest version of the OS. AirPlay used to see it as a viewing device. How can I straighten this out? Hold on. Roku's I told him, Roku's man, that is support. a super niche question. <laughs> and I, told, I said, what did you find on Google? And he's like, I've Googled everything I could think of and came up with bupkis. So... Huh. Interesting, because the, weird, the if, weirdest part if it's to working, me is if it if how how come it was working and now it isn't? That's the might hmm. be a bug, but if no one's talking about it, it's kind of weird too. It won't get addressed, but, but I mean, if it's if it's working, it'll automatically broadcast as a television to cast it to. Yeah. Hmm. No, nope. well, unless he is by chance seeing his uh, receiver instead, because that's an AirPlay device, which would only accept an audio signal. Is he oh. hardwired into something that is connected to a different Wi-Fi network? Uh, I've had that I issue don't before. So. He's he's only got the one Wi-Fi network at his house. If I yeah, but could correctly. he be connected to like a two point four versus a five? Ah, that wouldn't make a difference. Wouldn't it? it? No, it still talks to each other. Does he need to? set up a gateway specifically for that? Like you nah. do it with an Xbox sometimes? Nah, I shouldn't have to do something like that. I think Jaren might be onto something. I wonder I wonder if he's trying to cast to, not cast, but airplay to his receiver accidentally instead of the Roku. But it usually says on it, it'll say like Roku, airplay to Roku. So I, I don't think it's that, but that's the, that's the only thing I could think of after jaren said it that that would make sense unless unless it's a bug could be a bug in one of the updates 
mm-hmm. of Roku that unplug uh, it. Just unplug it and see out. if it goes away. If you and you it's it. another thing you could try is deleting the device on your HomeKit app, um, and then re-adding it. That might do something. I'm just throwing pasta at the wall here, so yeah. don't really know. All right, well, let us know how it goes, Squink. But there you go, a couple of <laughs> you're on your own on this ideas. one. <laughs> yeah, you're on your own on this one. But couple couple of ideas for you to at least try if you haven't already. Uh, option option uh, C or D, just buy an Apple TV. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got one, and I don't. You know, you know my feelings on Apple. I only like their mobile devices, but I still have an Apple TV because for the most part. It does this everything really better. well. Yeah. 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 And you could always just try toggling the setting off and on on the Roku. Sometimes that kicks things yeah. into working again. All right. Question number two from Squeak. What is better? High Chews versus Laffy Taffy's? High Chew. High Chews. High Chew. Wow. Oh. No hesitation at all. Some Laffy Taffy is delicious, though. Purple. Like banana Laffy Taffy is horrid. But like apple and strawberry, those Wait. are pretty good. So Great. the mini laugh, so you, so you, when you think of the laffy taffies, so most much. people think of the single serving little like Halloween candy, right? Yeah. The difference, if you go get the laffy taffy from the gas station, the big bars, they have the acid pH level is the whatever the recipe is, it's totally different. And uh-huh. those ones in the so those ones from the gas a, station are way better. You need to check. You might not be buying Laffy Taffy. You might be buying Tangy Taffy. Mm, that's they true. They look very similar, that's and true. they're from Wonka. Yeah. Um, I think I just look at Wonka. Tangy that's Taffy what, is great. It's got yeah. that sour kick to yeah. it. Mm. Maybe that's what it is, because that's what, what I always get. So when you buy the Laffy Taffy in the larger cases, it's like uh, it's like a, a rope. It's like a, yeah. foot, a foot long cylinder that's, you know, half an inch diameter. And then the tangy taffy looks like a, a thin candy bar. Mm, yeah. Speaking of different sizes, I vastly prefer the tiny little square Snickers compared to like the fun size or the candy bar. Agreed. Just because like the chocolate ratio is different. I think you're right on that one. Yeah, it is a better bite. What about what if we throw high chew in there? Where does high chew compare? That's what we started with. Or not high chew. Now and later. <laughs> Oh, now and later oh. is no. That is low tier. That is. I that love is now and later. Now and later is better than uh, mm. taste palette wines. It's better. Yeah. It will take out your feelings, though. I was gonna say <laughs> it might have a good flavor, but you can't chew it. No way. Yeah. The, the problem about- is they they get extremely hard. Uh huh. Yeah. But you get a fresh now and later. Those mm, those are delicious. Uh, yeah, what they- about uh, what what was the taffy back in the day where they had a watermelon flavor? Closer. They had a watermelon flavor, and that's, they had like that's watermelon Laffy seeds. Taffy? Yeah, so was that Laffy I'm looking. Taffy? I'm that looking was, at it right. That was, was that no, Laffy look, Taffy or Tangy I'm looking Taffy? At, if you go look at online right now, it, even though it is, it says Tangy, stretchy and Tangy. The brand on the front on the front still says Laffy Taffy with those big flat Taffy bars, and it's I the one with the watermelon seeds. What? Come on, guys, go look it up. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so it, it so that's what they did. They come they combined the Laffy tangy taffy. taffy and the laffy taffy mm. into and one. And it's so. so you have to look and see if you're getting the tangy laffy taffy mm-hmm. or if you're getting the regular laffy taffy that has a more smooth flavor. Because if you get yeah. the if you get the the watermelon with the little seed it's candy good. bits, I gotta say yeah. that's up there. 
However, you you still can't beat a fresh saltwater taffy. You can. Salt with water. Yes, yep. you can. With everything. <laughs> Saltwater is good, but only the really high quality stuff. It's you guys just grew as up in two family households, didn't you? Two family yeah. household <laughs> privilege. Okay, yeah, if if you look at the, the small servings of Laffy Taffy and the ropes, it does not say tangy on it. Yeah. Not like in the, not like in the square ones you can buy. Yeah. So the tangy Laffy Taffy is the bomb. I would take yeah. that over both the Laffy Taffy minis or the high chews, but... I choose when. Over, Why do you keep leaving now and later out of it, man? Because those things are just cavity, like filling rippers. Yeah, they just I rip don't. your fillings out, or I'm take not your fan. They just either. never had a filling. Hmm, never had a filling. filling. You chew hard enough on a la- oh on a, ten- on a now <laughs> oh, and later, filling. And, and you'll pull a freaking tooth out. You don't even filling. Pull a filling I, out. I, I was gonna agree with you because I thought you said feeling because you're such a cold-hearted person, but. Hey, yeah, this is true. You meant filling. Got him. I, get it. I don't got a single feeling or a single filling. Oh, you ain't hooked tra- on it. That tracks. Uh, we got an so, email from Benjamin. Well, what did we land on? What? Oh, what's the best? We're still talking about this. Oh, uh, Overall, I think Haichu. Yeah, Haichu has more flavors. Yeah, I like the I like the texture of a Laffy Taffy better though. I think it's. I like than the Hi-Chu. meatiness of a Haichu. Yeah. Have we debated sodas yet where Shasta is on brands? Oh, maybe no. we'll save that for next week. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, my vote is for... Mm, I can't choose. It depends on the mood I'm in. I like mm-hmm. them both a lot. Thankfully, All we right. don't. We live in a world where we don't have to choose. You know what I mean? I can buy both. Yeah, we're adults. All right. I, I guess we can move on now that the candy conundrum... I want a Laffy been... Taffy right now, though. Like uh, a tangy one. Oh. Really bad. Mm. Uh... Next email. Got one from Benjamin about the plane tracker guy. He says, I'm not 100% sure, but the FAA is either somewhat public information or a low bar of entry to request it. If memory serves, all flights need to register a flight plan, and that info goes somewhere. The guy is probably just parsing the database, would be my guess, and doxing billionaires. If not that, flight transponders can be tracked over software-defined radios. Maybe he's doing that. Yeah. They, I, I think, think he's 100%, 100% correct with the first part. I'm pretty sure all air traffic is yeah. it's pretty all easily out. available. All, all airplanes have a tail number, and uh, I'm pretty sure that is the indicator for, like, if you can figure out who owns the who plane. Who owns what plane. Yeah. I mean, he's tracking the plane, right? Not the billionaire. Anybody could be right. on the plane. Right. Um, but uh, so he's... Track, tracking it by by tail number, I think, because that's part of that flight plan, and that is semi-public. I'm sure of it. There you go. So he's just kind of he just has a good way to parse the data. Yeah, and a good bot to keep and track somewhere of and somewhere to get that. I'm I'm sure we could probably go find out. Like, there's probably some public record, but well, I'm pretty somewhere. sure there's. Uh, oh, you know, actually, I saw a, a thing on Reddit. Just this, just like four days ago, I was reading about it, and it was just about how um, the guy that was posting went down this rabbit hole of tracking airplanes with an app that does it, or the website that you can do it on. It's all free, freely known information, and he's like, it starts off first with finding out where your loved one is on their trip, right? and then weeks later, you realize you're sitting in bed at night looking at this map and saying, huh, there's a 737 over the middle of the Atlantic Ocean right now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Just looking at random planes. <laughs> Who's on this one? So, yep. 
There you go. Well, thanks, thanks for writing for, in. Yeah, thanks, Benjamin. I got that. All right. Uh, there we go. Let's uh, talk about some some stories. We got some stories this week. Um, let's keep uh, going with the the flight style stories and uh, talk about SpaceX. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago, SpaceX got their environmental approval. Well, an environmental sanction, I guess. Uh, they they got they got the in order to launch rockets, they have to do a bunch of things around spaceport. What are they calling that place? Space town, Spaceyville. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. Um, so Boca Chica is the official name, but oh, Starbase. Starbase. That's what they're calling it. So in order to rocket around there. They have to do a bunch of stuff around Starbase. They got to close the beach. They got to close the highway. They got to alert all the people. And a bunch of people uh, don't like that. They don't feel like that's very nice. You know, their neighborhood has gone downhill once they let the rockets in. (laughs) Ever since they let these rockets in. (laughs) (laughs) These rockets in here. Neighborhood's really, really gone downhill. And so um, the people there, you know, pressure the FAA and... Also, that's part of FAA regulations. They have to do an environmental impact study. The FAA finally came back with that impact study and gave them some rules. And so um, they gave them, you can't close the highway on these 18 holidays. And Mm. you can't close it for more than five weekends a year. So there's some stipulations there. Interesting. And they said that overall, and they didn't list all of the different ones here, um, but they said that more than 75 actions, um, the the environmental assessment agency came back and said no significant impact on the region. And as you can imagine, a lot of people didn't agree with that, um, with that uh, idea. So they have to... Oh, the the FAA found... No significant impact. No, yeah, mm-hmm. that's from so them. they they hire and an environmental environmental agency, and, and the they locals conclude. are like, no, uh, yeah, that's not true. Obviously, they don't know about the turtles. Sorry, I love <laughs> turtles. I don't I don't know why I said that so angrily. Turtles, I love turtles. Uh, anyway, turtles. so um, but anyway, they are. This is one of the quotes from uh, Save RGV. I don't know what that is, but. For them to say there is no significant impact is ludicrous," said Jim Chapman aboard. Ludicrous. I just love. I love when people use that word, like for real. That's ludicrous. Because um, I want to start rapping after that. Anyway, um, impacts are simply too large. We still feel that way. The FAA, FAA should have recognized that. So, looks like I get to. So it's one more hurdle, right? They still can't launch their rocket. I mean, they're getting closer now. They're getting, right. they're getting, they're rolling it out this week to do a test fire with the engines and fully loaded. So, um, they, but they are hoping to, hoping to do a test launch soon, but, uh, but yeah, so this was a big step towards that. This is one of the things that's been slowing them down is that they had to wait for this environmental impact study to come back. So they got that, they got some, they got some caveats in there that they have to watch out for and, and take care of so that people, cause you know, like shutting down the beach at a moment's notice or whatever, like they have to, they got to give people warning. So people technically did live there first. Can you imagine you're like, this is Stephenville and I live on the beach and then freaking <laughs> Starbase comes in and they're like, Stephenville sucks now. 
This is Starbase. <laughs> ding, ding rockets. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Yeah, yes. I'm the captain. <laughs> I think so. Elon Musk probably looks at himself in the mirror every morning and says that. These, my, these is the you know, I used to make the funeral my, potatoes. My newsfeed is too muskified. I have to say <laughs> that. I, the algorithm has me, and I get like three or four stories of Musk every day. So much Musk. I followed him on Twitter for, for a little bit, and I, after a while, I was just like, nope. Yeah, can't do it. The inter- I, I still follow it. him. I still follow him on Twitter. The interesting thing about it is he goes in, he goes in waves. Like yeah. there'll be days where he doesn't tweet really anything at all, uh, and, then, all and then one day he'll tweet like thirty times. This is all and, the stuff I thought. Yeah, exactly. It's, the it's, algorithm has me. They're like, I'm getting all the news feeds about his about his forcing people to come back in to work, and then like they get there and the Wi-Fi sucks and the hardware's all sucky. There's two. Like, there's not enough seats. I read yeah, that. not enough seats. Not and enough then seats he's like, the so now he's like backpedaling. The elite okay, will okay, be able to work okay. from home. Like the top. Per- anyway, it's just as long as you perform at a X yeah. level, you can work from home. Yeah, go pretend to work somewhere else. That was he said that <laughs> yeah. two weeks ago. <laughs> anyway, oh, speaking of Elon Musk, we might as well talk about your Starlink story too. Here, that's true. Starlink, uh, Starlink's getting some shade. Uh, Dish Network and RS Access, two companies, are seeking to change the FTC's thinking on the 12 gigahertz band, which is the backhaul network gig uh, frequency that space hall, uh, SpaceX uses for basically all of the all of the throughput all of the all of interconnectivity the interconnectivity mm-hmm. between the satellites yep and uh, dish network supplied some supplied some data sets some some uh, what do you call those proof of concepts and all the all the things trying to trying to sway them uh, has hired lobbyists hmm. to push on congress and uh, basically saying they want to open up the 12 gigahertz band to the 5 gig net to the 5G sorry not 5 gigahertz the 5G network so which is a name right so they want to they want to allow 5G network into that radio really? band mhm and SpaceX has said that that will cause a 70% Z, 77% decrease in performance and 74% of the time the network will be completely unusable if they Whoa. did this that's like wow. I mean that that crushes the whole network. That's not unusable. So, um, the reason of the story though is that uh, SpaceX has been sending out some emails to its customers, and these are political in in nature. They're saying um, what they can do, and they're prompting you to go and write your congressman. It's one of these uh, political motive, um, political building emails. So it does all the work for you. They've got a pre written message. You put in your name email address and a real address and it will build the form for you and send it to your congressmen and senators. Um, and I, I think I filled it out because I actually, I think SpaceX and I think that if, if dish network was doing the same thing with Leo orbit, like networking, I, cause you know, SpaceX shares that, that, uh, broadband range with once what's that space one or what's that other one that Amazon's doing. Anyway, they share that oh, with the uh, Blue Origin. No. Yeah, they they they, they share have a name for it. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, OneWeb is what it's called. OneWeb. Um, they they share it with OneWeb, and you know, as long as that, I I like that that's carved out for that because I just believe that interconnectivity and through like specifically throughput for uh, video conferencing and stuff like that's a game changer for rural Americans. But not just I mean that, and this is for healthcare. This is for um, you know remote work 
this is and and particularly where I where I care a lot is it's for remote learning um, kids and stuff that can't get to a school or, or whatever, like this opens up so much possibilities. And so I really think that reserving this for that area is, is super useful. Um, I don't really care about SpaceX's, uh, or Starlink's, uh, bottom line. Um, so, but I, but I do care about people having, you know, internet access. I think that Comcast and the other providers just have such a chokehold and they're so terrible with their infrastructure. Yeah, I think this is a huge, true. it's a huge solve. So I went ahead and filled it out and made my opinion known. And if you want to, too, I have the link here in the notes. You can see the story. You can see the email that Starlink sent to its customers and, um, and, uh, asking them, cause there's two parts to this, to this one, the top, it sends, it sends out two emails. The first one is, um, if you're a customer, the top one. And then when you get to the page, the second one is just, you know, how you feel about, uh, Starlink and, um, internet access like this in general. And that's when I filled out. So give it a, give it a look over. If you're, if you're inclined, I think that interconnectivity is a good thing. And I think that, I mean, I don't, I don't know that dish network and RS access are seeking to, they're, they're, they're in the same boat. They're probably seeking to put some sort of access point or 5g hotspot right or here. something. Dish already relies on 12 gigahertz to provide some satellite yeah. TV services. And right. as one of the biggest holders of licenses to that spectrum, hopes to begin using it for 5G service as well. Yeah, right. We believe I, coexistence is possible, Dish Legislative yeah. Affairs EVP Jeff Just, Bloom. If you've, used a, if you've used a 5G, like, high orbit internet it's, before... It's baloney. The, you the know that the latency is... Just, is it's not tenable for for conferencing for it's like for two it's like 1.8 seconds or something mm-hmm. like that you know it's, it just doesn't match it's yeah. awful mm-hmm. so maybe not just, quite that high but i think it's close to a second it's which it's, is unusable for anything besides what they VoIP. use it for right mm-hmm. now which is sending uh streaming video. yeah streaming stream, streaming, streaming is good audio. because streaming is good because you can compact that and you can set up a delay and you can buffer that yeah just but buffer any it. Anything can't else? Real time communication, though. Mm-hmm. No way. No, you can't do well, it's it. It's good with for like, like uh, e commerce in places that don't have internet. So SpaceX, it'd be, it'd but be with okay all the other benefits, or Star- Starlink with all the other benefits of having exactly high, right. high latency yep. or better latency. So low latency, low latency, right? So anyway, mm-hmm. if you feel so inclined, go to voter votervoice.net. The link is in the show notes. Anyway, there you go. Good information. All right, uh, let's see. Speaking of cell phone 5G providers, Jaron has an article here about T-Mobs, T-Mobile. Uh-huh. That's what we're calling uh, it now is T-Mobs, by the way. Yep, I, I, I love it. T-Mobs. Yeah. Uh, T-Mobile decided they, they don't uh, have uh, enough money. T-Mobs. T-Mobs. T-Mo- I already messed up. I know. Boy, I should be the one alternating every other week. Hey, oh. no, come on, hey. <laughs> be better. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. What? Start over. (laughs) T-Mobes. There you go. T-Mobes decided they're not making enough money, so they are using their back-end data to track track you and to sell it to advertisers. Mm. Yeah. You know, Um, I read this and I think to myself, they weren't doing that already. (laughs) I just assume they are. Remember, they promised they wouldn't. They promised they wouldn't when the FCC tore down that uh, net neutrality. They said, we won't do it, we promise. Well, uh, yeah, okay. here we are. I don't oh, okay. believe anybody. Anyway, it's called T-Mobile Marketing Solutions to further dirty the word marketing. Mm. Um, no, they don't represent <laughs> us. 
Get, get your mic Balts. closer to your face. They so don't we represent. Can hear you. Everything is better. so sad to me. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> don't use my word. That's my word, not your word. That's my word. You could. You would okay. use data. You would use that data if you could too. Marketing. And you are so evil today, Owen. Even your hair it looks like evil Owen. Uh -huh. I need you to take. I need you to take more amphetamines, buddy. Yeah. I need to dial that back so, about uh, 10, 12 percent. Really man. Th this only applies to <laughs> Android users. If you have an iPhone, they will not track you because they're well fearing it would run afoul of Apple's privacy rules. Exactly. Yep. Um, you can opt out through the Magenta Marketing Platform Choices app. Who's going to remember that? Oh my gosh! I mean, just opt out here in this uh, obscure <laughs> app that um, download is, it. Do it. Yeah. You it doesn't know, even do have T-Mobes in the name. Uh, so maybe less than one percent of people will opt out. But, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. P PSA to everyone out there: download this app if you have Android and, and opt out, so they don't sell your data because you're getting nothing from it. Yeah. Zero benefit. And your yep. parents and your and your mom and dad too. Do it for them. Yeah. Too. Help the old folks in your fa in your life because they're the people. Too. They're the people that really suffer. I mean, they get scammed so much more. Oh man. Yeah. They're Speaking they're claiming that, they're they will anonymize it. And aggregate it to to lump you into various yeah. demographics and stuff. Demographics. Literally, literally studies on how to unrandomize data. Like, yeah, like it's not it's not a real thing. I mean, unless so, you want T-Mobile service ads. is cheap for a reason. Mm -hmm. Speaking of uh, targeted advertisements and crap, has has have your phones just like within the last six months just started getting boatloads of spam? Texts and calls. Text. Text. Holy sure. um, Texts mainly. It ebbs and flows. I used to get a spam call every single day, multiple times what? a day, like six or seven times a day. Well, and then the FCC but did something, didn't they? In the last month or two, it's 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 pretty much zero. But as far as texting goes, I, I usually don't get stuff like that. Oh. So the it's gotten so bad for the bank that I use that on their homepage, the very top banner that's always there all the time now says. Be aware of scammers. If if you get a text from us and it looks at all suspicious or it's something that you didn't ask for, come do here. not click on it. Yeah, come <laughs> to know? the website. That's the best advice I've been able to give people. Yeah, my, don't my mother-in-law has has already done it. She replied. If you, have a, if you have a question, don't use the link they send you. Just nope. go straight to the website yourself. Type it in yep. manually on your browser and go yeah, yourself. But to be fair, they're getting really, really good with their target audiences. I get texts that's just like, hey, here are some assets that I prepped for our meeting tomorrow. And then I'm like, did I have a meeting tomorrow? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the, the question you've got to ask. I tell, them, I tell people, look, if you go log in at the website, there's a notification center that should have this yep. exact same message. If it doesn't, ignore it. And if and if yep. it's important to you, they will call you and you can talk to them. Well, and and I just know that I've I haven't signed up for any sort of text uh right. service from my bank. And so I know if I get a text from anyone saying they're my bank, it's a scam every time, guaranteed. Yeah, but aren't you afraid that they automatically opt you into certain things with the nope. bank? Nope. Huh. It's like the IRS. You will never get a call from the IRS. Unless you have scheduled it with them, the, the IRS will never call you. They will always contact you via snail mail. They will never call you unsolicited. Mm -hmm. huh. Anyway, stupid scammers. I hate them so much. But man, they're effective. I know. That's why they keep doing it.
Yeah. Uh, let's keep talking about mobile stuff. Uh, speaking of cellular networks, um, Arm, you know that company that puts out all the new architectures that Qualcomm and Apple and yeah. Samsung base their CPUs on? Oh, you mean that, ARM. Arm. Got it. ARS? Technica. AR, ARM Technica? ARM Technica. Um, yeah, that one that NVIDIA tried to buy, and that failed horribly. But yeah. uh, they announced some new some new stuff today. Uh, first off, they announced their new big, fat, super fast core for the ARM architecture called the Cortex-X3. And so you'll be seeing that uh, showing up in probably all of next year's flagship CPUs from uh, Qualcomm and Samsung and maybe MediaTek, probably MediaTek too. Um, but it is, where, where did the thing go here? It is 22% more performance than the previous generation with an 11% IPC uplift. So that's going to be your performance increase and is probably going to come from a combination of, of instructions per cycle efficiency as well as uh frequency bump it'll probably run faster gigahertz and then uh, that's on their x3 and then they announced also their uh, mid-range new mid-range core as well which is the uh, cortex a715 and that one is promising a 20 percent increase in power efficiency which is is great Ooh. you're talking about mid-range uh cores with a 5% performance uplift. So a little bit faster and a good chunk more efficient. So that's good stuff. You'll be seeing this stuff in, uh, like I said, in upcoming flagship uh, CPUs. So look forward to that. Of the Android variety. Of the Android yeah. variety. Yeah, you're you not gonna, obviously you're not going to see that in the Apple stuff. You, no. think, uh, you think Windows is going to finally get their Windows ARM? What do they have, Windows 11 on ARM or Windows 10 on ARM? <laughs> Dude. I hope so. They'll, they, they they'll gotta try get again, arm, and hopefully they get together. it. Yeah, yeah. like they got to get think, something good going on there because, like I was talking about, and like you know, Apple owns the hardware and the software, so they can mm -hmm. do this ARM stuff so successfully. Windows only owns the software side of it. Their ARM stuff that they tried to push on, like their Surface Pro X, was I don't even know it. Not a dumpster fire, but whatever is left over afterwards um, is <laughs> is what that was. And uh, I mean, it's, do you really have to? exercise absolute control over hardware because Microsoft is big enough where they can just say, Hey, right. arm, we need you to put this into your next chip design. Yeah, that's it. So that's, I'm hoping they get on board. I want to see, I want to see that same power envelope. I want to see that it. same performance, you and know, they, coming out of windows. Yeah, that'd be great. And they wouldn't even have to do it to arm. They could just team up with Qualcomm or Samsung mm. or MediaTek and say, Hey, build us a chip with just the, straight basic arm stuff and then add this to it and i swear it's every year or so you see news about microsoft snapping up hardware engineers yeah. that have to do with cpu and gpu uh uh you know engineering <laughs> they and, just can't uh, do it without risking the market share on hardware nothing comes or, out you know they can't they can't risk it risk the market share because their their software is so much more compatible across so many other vendors right so you, that's where that competition for vendors like Lenovo or Dell or Asus or whatever, like yeah, but they also still, all. they still have all the x86 stuff, and they're never yeah. going to not support all the x86 stuff. So, sure. 
So it would just be another option for consumers if they could get something good with the ARM architecture. They would absolutely 100% need to have some sort of program like Rosetta 2 that right. Apple has right. to uh, you know, rely on that of... plus a uh, – so you can use your x86 uh, device. and x64 right. applications on those ARM devices. Right. You know, and uh, well, that's where not controlling the hardware absolutely comes into play because they'd have to make that so generic and compatible across yeah, so exa- many different chipsets exactly. and everything. So. Because when you can control the hardware, you can create small, very specific mm-hmm. pieces on that hardware that accelerate exactly what you need it to accelerate. Which, and that's what which Apple is what does. Rosetta's. Yep. Yeah, Apple does that very well with their m1 and now their m2 chip they have Mm -hmm. a whole lot of different things besides just the cpu and gpu cores on those system on chip because it will accelerate things like video editing and uh you know probably the rosetta stuff as well and just make it work better and offload that from the general comp general compute cores and things like that so i hate that it's so genius oh it's 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 great i mean you know, hmm. actually, I, I I take back what I said earlier um, about Apple. I don't only love their mobile stuff. They're since they came out with the M1 stuff and and moving forward in that, it's very impressive. And I I quite like what they're doing there. Really cool stuff. Uh, also, they in, they just got in the gaming business, right? That's all they have left. Oh man, hardcore I, gaming. Well, business, they've got casual they got, gaming. They have a lot. Yeah, they already make more money than everyone else with the casual gaming. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're probably happy with. What that. do we care? Right. Yeah, exactly. They're, it's like, do you want a slice of this small? You want a small slice of this pie? Well, well, why? I already have a big slice of this pie. More slice. My slice of this pie is bigger than your whole pie. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, if the pie is more delicious, I'd rather take a small slice than a big slice of a pie that isn't that good. Uh, you're a consumer, twist. though. Twist. Both pies taste the same. They oh, taste like money. Twist. <laughs> twist. <laughs> All right. Also from ARM announced today some GPU stuff, which I think is more exciting than uh, than the CPU stuff. And that's because in this in the land of GPU, there are rays to be traced. And ARM oh, has a new baby. Yeah, has a new <clears throat> GPU. They're calling it Immortalis. That seems like oh, that's, that's the coolest that. name to come out for a chip in the last 20 yeah. years. Immortalis. The Immortalis G17 promises a 15% performance boost compared to the previous generation premium Mali GPUs, which they've been they've had Mali GPUs for years and years. They've all been, you know, iterations of the name Mali. And so 15% increase over performance increase over the highest end Mali GPUs courtesy of architectural improvements and the ability to add more cores up to 16 GPU cores on the Immortalis G715. Now, uh, ARM already supported software-based ray tracing with last year's Mali G710. Which is basically useless. Yeah, exactly. But the Immortalis G715 will support hardware ray tracing and uh it which will is deliver. All, honestly kind of useless right now anyway well on a mo- especially want... on a mobile you know yeah, yeah. but hmm. but they're opening that door so that in the future they're going to improve their capability to do it as well as you're going to have 
it in more handheld devices, more tablets, and so more developers are going to want to take advantage of that. So someday, some, they yeah, better be cool. They it's better this, be pretty, uh, pretty confident here. Immortal, undying, not subject to death. That's immortal. Immortalis. So, yeah. So, oh <laughs> so hmm. with that hardware ray tracing, get this: they they are claiming a three hundred percent improvement in ray tracing by switching wow. by introducing these new hardware uh, ray tracing components. So um, you go from ten frames per second to. 30 frames per second. I mean, I take it. That's great. 30 frames per second is playable. But do you see the market? No, it is. Again, this is. This is Jaren, this is Jaren calling out marketing again. That's just... Gosh dang. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah know, no, like, he's right. He's instead not of wrong. Saying, instead, of, in, instead of saying, going, oh, it goes from 10 to 30 frames per second, it's 300% improvement. <laughs> oh! But they also said the same thing in the article that you brought up, Jaren, that's like, okay, well... Who's going to use it right now? Obviously, right now, probably not very many, if any, devs are going to take advantage of it. But in the in further down the line, they definitely will. However, they are supporting another new new to mobile platform technology that's that is really cool and will see immediate benefits. They're going to these will support have native support for variable rate shading. So, oh, that's cool. yeah, so that means your GPU will be able to focus. Uh, more more power on rendering the important parts of the graphics, like where your eyes are in the middle of the screen, and it has a way to render the edges of the screen with less detail using less power where you usually aren't looking, so you don't notice that drop in detail and quality. They're promising up to 40% improvements in uh, games thanks to that sneaky. tech. That's sneaky. Which, so. which is ideal for a small screen device or a vr headset yeah exactly yeah well and especially with the vr stuff if you can get uh variable rate shading with foveated rendering that's like yeah real good so someday someday but yeah so that's uh supposed to be in phones gpus and phones arriving in 2023 next year so there you Mm -hmm. go I it says when I see it. So, and it, they did mention that ARM is playing catch up a little bit because last or this year's Samsung Exynos 2200 had hardware ray tracing because they partnered with AMD for the GPU on that uh, SoC, but nobody uses that SoC, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's on the bo- ray tracing, but it's on, isn't that but great? It, but it's, it's on the box great anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's on the box. It's Always there. Put the it can do on it. The box. It's the opposite of what those TVs are doing. It's on the. It's in the phone and on the box, but not what's that? What's that TV that doesn't have it? That, or no, is it the PlayStation? PlayStation says, Five. Uh, yeah, yeah. PlayStation. It's on the box, and you yeah. still can't it's on the use box. It can't two use years it. later. <laughs> no, they have VRR now. We're good. Just not 8K. But exactly. 8K oh, on 8K, the box. Who wants 8K, 8K though? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So there you go. That's uh, that's your hardware update for mobile processing. Uh, kind of cool stuff there. All right, James, yeah. you have uh, an app to talk about. Yeah, which, did we name this segment? So we haven't yet, but we have a few ideas. Um, let's see in the conversation in Slack here what uh, what we talked about for the ideas. Um, so while you're looking that up, instead of uh, James's games's. It is, uh, I, I, I don't have a list, but every week I'm going to try to bring a unique individual app to the table that serves some kind of 
oddity. But that being said, this is probably going to be the most normal week, mainly because I'm bringing to the table an app that I cannot stop playing in the evening, specifically after the kids go to bed. I've been playing a lot of Dead Cells. Apparently, there is an app on the phone that's a one-to-one of Dead Cells, with the exception of one thing. If you've ever played Dead Cells, there's a biome called The Bank that is not on the phone. Explain Dead, I, cells. Explain Dead Cells for, Dead for me. Cells I, could, I was going to say for those of us who don't play. I could barely play Dead Cells with physical controls, let alone a touchscreen. Forget about it. Well, that's the other thing, is when I play it, I play it with the backbone. So I'm not really playing it on the phone. I'm more to, you know, playing it on a gaming device on the phone. My phone is more of a screen. Oh, that makes but, more sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine playing it with the touchscreen. It's already a hard enough game. But man, Dead Cells, if you're into roguelike, Dead Cells is the way to go. And I love it that we're finally starting to bridge the gap between like a game on a system. Because I also have it on the Switch as well. But, uh, you know, and their phone. What would be really cool is if they had cross progression so that you could play the same save on the Switch. You're telling me, because I got pretty far with Dead Cells. I got back into it because I took a road trip to uh, Colorado to attend a film festival. And uh, on the way back, I'm just like, I don't have any offline games. Majority of my Switch games are online. So I'm going to go ahead and just try Dead Cells again. I got like eight hours into that game. Like eight hours farther than I had already progressed. Wow, and man, dude, I—that's the thing—is I've got I progressed so much with Dead Cells that I even went online, started looking at like awesome builds for characters because, and then like some people are like, "Oh yeah, it took me two years to beat the game." It's like, okay, I'm not gonna play it that long. I I give myself another two weeks. Like I know my timetable with these things. I give myself two weeks, and if I don't beat it in two weeks, then I'm I'm probably gonna be good. But have you played Hades rogue- before? Yes, I really like Hades, but uh, again, it's one of those things like I made progression up to a point, and then I just, one day I put it down and I never picked it back up. Hades is awesome, though. Hades is an just, excellent like, game. I but can't I, stand that roguelike, or rogue, is it like or light? Whichever is light. the one where you have to start over from the beginning every time. Oh, that drives I, me yeah. freaking nuts. Oh, Certain games, yeah. And yeah, Dead like, Cells definitely toes sup- the line. You're supposed to die in Hades, though. It's part of the story. Yeah, new things. Yeah, it's unlocked. not as bad. It's not as bad if they make it part of the story, and that's actually that's like Deathloop, right? Deathloop, yeah, and it works for Deathloop. I don't hate it in that one. So there are I'm trying to remember. Here. Several weeks ago, we had a listener recommend a game. It, it he said it kind of starts out like a card game, but then it evolves into something else. What was the game that he suggested to play, or was that Owen that suggested it? What I don't know. There's a game that either a listener or Owen you had suggested that I play. That it, it's like it starts out as like a card game or a deck builder game or something on Steam, and then it evolves into something else over time. It definitely wasn't me. About. As nope. soon as as soon as a game description has the words deck building, I move on. Are you Come not on. Into like Gwent at all? Gwent. I was gonna no, say Tony. I Come tried. On. I tried. I couldn't that's... do it. That's the Witcher thing oh, that I could not get into. Come on. Couldn't, you still like it. You just don't play it. Do you have you to like pay, everything play Witcher? Gwent in no. Witcher? It's completely optional. Good, because that's thing, the most boring part. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yep. Hmm. Well, there you go. Dead Cells <laughs> for mobile. Yeah, for dude. Dead James's, Cells. James's, uh app 
clap. I don't know. We I don't know. We uh, app we clap. It. Sounds James's like a app STD. chat. James's app attack. Yeah. James's app jam. We have, Who came uh, up with these names? James Acations application. You should you should check the the Slack you know, every once in a while. Slack James. once in a while. I was see that I we was really about active all that one day. One day. For, no, it was no. Don't call it a day. Let's say fifteen <laughs> okay, minutes. For like that's about six thirty hours. minutes. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> oh, can I, can we talk about how I got banned from Twitter? If you, you want, did. sure. I got banned from Twitter for a text message or for a tweet that I sent out pertaining to Gadget Spot. Are you still banned? Yeah. Nah. Was it a 24-hour ban? Or it wasn't what? even... Uh, I don't know. Calling it a ban is even like... I wasn't allowed... I was still allowed to be on the platform. I wasn't allowed to post. But uh, yeah, they they soft banned me for a tweet inciting, that I sent out. Inciting violence. You incited yeah. violence with that tweet, apparently. Which uh, the Didn't craziest part is, <laughs> is like the tweet I got banned for, but then I took a picture of my banning. So like the email that I got the actual tweet that I sent out and I posted that as a picture and that didn't get me banned. Well, yeah, because the algorithm doesn't, doesn't scan right. the picture. It scans the words of the tweet. See, and I would agree with you, <clears throat> but the thing is, is, I think that number had to be linked to some other, our, our new number had to, to be a the hate trigger. Group yeah. Or something. Apparently. Oh, yeah, see, it could be. Apparently. That, yeah. Cause, cause, uh, we got flagged saying that, uh, that our, this tweet uh, was they don't support inciting violence or violent Just, factions. Uh, run a search for the number on Twitter and see what it comes yeah. back with. Well, maybe see, we need thing, to change though, it again. Um, <laughs> is uh, I I appealed it because I felt I was I was emboldened with righteous indignation. Once how I, uh, dare you? Yeah, how dare you? I have rights as sure. a. Sir, generic dare white you. cracker male. <laughs> I haven't had a lot of hardships You're in my life, and this is where I draw the line. My privilege. You're stepping on my privilege. <laughs> How dare you relegate me to the corner of only being able to be a lurker when I normally am, but now I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be here with Owen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How dare you take away my free product? Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's just interesting. Yeah, it, and the tweet huh. reads as thus: All I said was. Huzzah! At Real Gadget Spot has a new phone number. If you want to call and have your message aired on the show, it is 385-429-2213. Maybe, they're, maybe they interpret it. Maybe the AI got, if you want to join Hezbollah, call this number. Instead maybe that's of Huzzah. What, yeah, what is yeah. Hezbollah? That's <laughs> an organization. Well, I swear Carrie Jackson's tweeted out Huzzah before. And well, Huzzah is usually- like a... I think he spelled it correctly. You didn't. Oh. It's H U, not H A. But I don't yeah. know how to spell. You know that. <laughs> Either way, that you've All been right. a victim of the AI. Yep. I was AI a victim. Gotcha. Yep. Don't victim. Jaron, we haven't talked about many of your stories yet, so let's uh let's keep going on the gaming aspect of it and talk about this uh Valve article you have. Uh okay. I'm trying to look up what Huzzah is on Google, see if it's related to anything. Biobreak. No. <laughs> um, so it's it's no secret that I have a fondness for, for the Steam Deck. But this article is interesting because think of all of the major platform releases of the last decade, 15 years. They've all been walled gardens, closed off ecosystems. Yep. Um, 
Android started out slightly different, but you know they're <laughs> it's it's basically a walled garden now. Uh, the Steam Deck is the the exact opposite. You you have a device that it has a desktop mode, or it's just basically Linux, and you can install any game you want from any other store. And uh, you know I, I've done that, and I have other games from other stores running on my Steam Deck. And I'll tell you what, it's a pain. And uh, but I'm glad it's there. And the 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 method that Valve is using on on the Steam Deck is it, it's just it, it's brilliant um, because they encourage you to stay in the Steam ecosystem because it's just so much easier and so much integrated, so much more integrated uh, that it, it makes you want to to use it. And for those that are whiners and want their other stuff they can have it too so it makes you wonder that what are the other companies afraid of you know because if their ecosystem is so great mm-hmm. that people would want to use it anyway why not open it up and silence all the critics thoughts I, that's they interesting can't. They can't. i don't think I, I don't even think this they can't i just don't think they care they're like, ah, this already works how we have it. So yeah. why should we even offer the opportunity to not make money on everything? Because I have the microphone and you don't. Is basically because we can, we don't have to. So why would we? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I gotta say, like Occam's Razor says, laziness, and it's the way that things have been done historically speaking, and it's you go uh, follow the. Money. Oh, not historically speaking. Historically speaking, computers have been open. Right. Starting it's just this last ten years, or sure. So. Yeah, but like we're talking about the iPhone specifically. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, we, it's yeah. Actually, with game consoles, it's been uh, ever since. And they just barely started offering cross-platform play as of like what a year, and they always could. Like that's yeah. the like like that's, uh, the, that's like the, the dirty Switch. secret, right? Yeah, the switch freaking uh, one day with the, with no no on Bluetooth and uh, <laughs> next day uh, all of a sudden on my original uh, switch that I had. Uh, if I just got some headphones, I just plug it in. It works just fine. And you know what? Not even plug it in because it's Bluetooth, so wireless. Worked the entire time. I think back at I think back in the NES era and in the Atari era, there were companies that made game cartridges. That weren't even licensed by Nintendo or Atari, and you I think just... that's what EA did on the Genesis, yeah. and that's why yeah. the EA cartridges look so We're different. Shaped different, exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> and then uh, after that, um, they started cracking down on it, and that's when the walled gardens really, really came up, right. and uh, you had to go through the licensing of the Exclusives. console manufacturer. Exclusive. And there's there's that argument that. Uh, the console manufacturers need to sell at a loss to get the hardware out there so that the developers have a market to sell to. Um, and so that's why they're getting a cut of you know the apps. But, yeah, but that, just... that's essentially what Valve is doing with the Steam Deck. It's, it's a ch- cheap device for what you're yeah. getting. It's like oh, yeah. half the cost of any other uh, portable that has similar specs. Well, um, then, then you're but Valve about... is... To, to your point, that's also like an unevolved business model. You know what I mean? That's like an antiquated well, way of looking at the entire gaming industry and saying, like, yeah. this is the way things have been done. This is the way they always be done. Here's the other factor to consider, Jaren. 
um, Valve is still run by its founder, and it is still a private company. Mm, so he can make their own. He can decide. I want to do this because I think it's the right move instead of having to kowtow to shareholders and that's, things like that. That's what I appreciates about him. Yep. I completely agree. I, public companies, I, they suck and I hate them. That's a whole other <laughs> argument. Well, uh, it's because I, I public companies, they don't sell but, the product anymore. They sell their stock. Yep. But Valve is still <clears throat> essentially selling this at a loss. Maybe not a complete loss. Maybe it's like razor think, thin margins. Yeah, breaking even. Yeah, for their possibly, stuff, but I bet for their high end stuff, it's better. They're like the but but despite that, they they still have an open device that yeah. basically encourages you to do whatever you want on it. Yeah. But w- what they're competing on is the experience of a completely integrated ecosystem, which honestly has motivated me to buy a ton of Steam games in the last couple of months because uh, yeah. I'm like I don't want to go through the pain of installing this from a different store. I can and I have, but. I'd rather just do it all through Steam, you know. Yeah, and it's interesting to see the difference between the, they're not making the other stores worse or you know, performance worse for games bought from those stores. They're just not helping, you know. They right. focus yeah. on their store and make their their experience very good or as good as it can be, and then they're just like everything else is, you know, up to you. And right. it allows I them to contrast. It, la- it allows them to contrast. Show say, contrast. Look, look yeah. what look what look what this. They could be as good as us. They could do just like this, but they don't. And we do. And I, I really think that just goes back to the way of thinking from Gabe Newell and and the ex- other uh, you know executives at Valve. This is just what they want to do, and they have the leverage to do. They own all the leverage, you know, since it's a private company and so it would it would be really interesting if they ever go public to see what changes if if anything but i think i don't think they until gabe steps down at whatever point in the future i i could never see them going public anyway they'll just continue to be private it's a refreshing yeah. uh, different viewpoint compared to what's in the market today, specifically like what Apple is doing with, with the walled garden of For iOS. Sure. You remember you wonder how many people have offered to buy that company, just like just it's gotta be they gotta have offers like crazy. How much is that company worth? I guess I got Google. Valve? I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll bet it's worth a lot, but I'll bet it's not worth like a incredibly crazy man. I doubt it's worth the same as like Activision and Blizzard. I think just in the gaming market but, though, like amongst gamers, it's huge. Well, right? their credibility so, is seven point yeah. seven billion. Right. So I mean 7. that's 7, yeah. that's something Small that's potatoes. something worth right, but that's something worth like the credibility <clears throat> that gamers yeah. have, the respect they have for that company is that's big. That's valuable. It's it's incredibly valuable, you know, the brand loyalty mm-hmm. and things like that. But yep. seven point seven billion is less than what Microsoft paid for Zenimax and Bethesda. They paid nine something for Zenimax and Bethesda. And Star Wars was sold for like what, four billion dollars back in twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen? Yeah, Marvel was somewhere around there too. Same amount of money. I think it was two two or three, three billion. Anyway, um, there you go. Interest, interesting stuff. Um, let's see. What do we got here? How long have we got? We've been doing this for an hour. Uh, one I, more. I got my review, boy. Yep. 
I want to do mine too. Um, let's do another uh, another gaming related article. This quick one. Uh, we had some news on Monkey Island that Owen Monkey, has here. Monkey, you get to see some of the gameplay. So I was trying to watch this during Patreon, but I'm just so interested in the names, I couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, so they they released some Monkey Island gameplay footage, um, and so I'm. I, this was a late add to the notes. I only saw it right before we started. So I am fully uh, going to own this article as I as I talk about it. Uh, Have you but, ever played a Monkey Island game, Owen? Yeah, man. I was Day of the Tentacle. I played that's Day of the a, Tentacle. That's not Monkey Island. No. It's Day of I, the Tentacle. I know it's Day of Tentacle. It's the have same you played guy? a Monkey Island game, yes, Owen? Yes, I have played a Monkey Island. <laughs> Which game. one? Don't so say different. Day of the Tentacle. Do not <laughs> yeah, say yeah, Day of so the Tentacle. Yeah, yeah. Man- Maniac Mansion. It's, yeah, yeah. I played the I played the one that's on the Xbox. Is that what's that one? Which one? Whatever one's Day on the, the Xbox. No, <laughs> Monkey Island with Threepwood, the dude, the guy. I don't know. I think I the first. It. I think they redid the first one. That's on Xbox. So yeah. Probably that one. So I'm just weirded yeah. out that you're getting so defensive. You know, I'm not. I'm just. I'm wondering why Jaren's okay. trying to trying yeah, to run that? over me here, Jaren. Because I asked you, Jaren, you Monkey you... Island game. You said yes. I played Day of the Tentacle. <laughs> Tell me, it's not like Monkey Island. It's Tell not Monkey my, Island. Is it like Monkey Island? It's an adventure Island? game. It's a. Is it by the same guy? Look at it. It's by face. the same company. It's a Luke. Nope. It was Lucas Arts back in the okay. day. Okay, so it's the same. Okay, so it's the same. It's the same then. It's the same. Okay, that's what we're getting at here. You didn't hey, have Tony, to do Tony, can that. we get in an argument yeah, really quick about yeah, something? Yeah, Owen, Owen, like you're owning life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's okay. Hey, Jaren, do you have strong feelings about this article? Would you? I I am not a huge player of this game, but it sounds like you might be. Have you have you feelings upon this topic, sir? I have many feelings. Would you let All me right, know what those so, are? I would love to hear that. I'm like crying. I feel like you're making fun of me, but I don't care because nope, I get to I'm talk not, and hear my voice. I, I'm not. I'm not. Go ahead. I Go like ahead. this Owen. Can Please. we live anyway, with this Owen for no. a little bit? Ron Gilbert left after the second Monkey Island. Goodness. And uh, LucasArts continued the franchise with The Curse of Monkey Island. And that, in my opinion, that's, that's the best one. I, I absolutely love Curse of Monkey Island. And I love the art style of it. It's just, it's amazing. The music is awesome. Oh, so there's but more the, than one, like Monkey Thingy, Monkey Island Thingy? And then there was a okay. Escape from Monkey Island after Curse, oh, which is number four. It's like and the, then they yeah. did uh, a bunch of episodic ones, like in the early, like 2010 or so. Um, anyway, they're retconning everything after number two. So they're retconning my favorite Monkey Island game uh, with with the coolest animation style and music and stuff. And so that I'm, I'm very excited for this new one, but at the same time, I'm also kind of upset that they're just undoing everything I loved growing up about Monkey Island, but eh, that's okay. I suppose. Um, eh, you know, let's talk about day of the tentacle a little bit more. Um, <laughs> I'm coming off mute for that. Cause that was a great game. A lot like this game, other game I know called monkey Island. Uh, <laughs> it's a great game. Yes. But it's not monkey Island. <laughs> it's the same. It's, it's the same idea. Oh, I love this. There so, um, Jaren, I just the, the, want you to, I just want you to remember that they're they're starting over from number two, so all of that stuff that you like uh, does doesn't apply anymore to the main storyline. I think, according to Ron. Yeah, Gilbert. it's it's like but, getting rid of the Star Wars Legends. Stuff. But guess what? It still exists. 
you can go play it anytime you want and it's still there. Yeah, you don't but don't have to be angry about it. But <laughs> not but, that you were. But, but, but hold on. I don't like this. Like argument I said, because people say this when I get outraged at stuff I, I don't like that gets retconned. Here's the thing you kill all future iterations of the thing that you love. Yes, you can go back and play it, but it wipes out any opportunity there is for continual growth. This is mm, why this argument. is why it and then also this is why it kind of sucks. It's basically the creator saying, "Those other Monkey Island games that you liked, well, since I didn't make them, I don't care about them. They're no good. Let me do this new one for you." That dude and never so had it, step kid. It's it slightly sours my perception of it. Again, I'm super excited for it still and I will definitely play it and buy it, but it's like creating a story and then the next movie saying, oh, that, that last movie, none of it, you know, it, it wasn't, Loki's still alive, you know, his, his death meant nothing. Oh, yeah, but then we got the great Loki series, <laughs> which was awesome. Yeah, so. which is a perfect analogy because I'm still excited for this, but at the same time, it's like, oh, okay, his sacrifice wasn't. I actually thing. have a question about that movie after the podcast. <clears throat> I need some clarification. All right. Anywho, it comes out this this fall. Um, I'm not sure I like the animation style. It, maybe it'll different. grow on me. Yeah, but they have the original voice actors, which I'm very excited about because oh, I, I love Skybrush. Cool. What kind of a yeah. game did you say it is? It's like Day Point of the Tentacle click adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a it's a Day of the Tentacle like you know. Is it is it like Mist? Wasn't well, paying attention, but I caught that, Tony. Thank you. It's like <laughs> Day of the Tentacle. If you've ever played that game. Um, uh, it's like Miss, but with a lot more personality yeah. and a lot more. Also, you talking. see the character you're playing as, and you yeah. interface with, you interact with a lot more characters and things like that. So, it's <clears throat> cool. And the puzzles are more rather than like one area. The puzzles are more all encompassing for the yeah. entire game. Basically, if you can pick it up, pick it up. Yep, <laughs> in a game like this, you'll need it later. I'm I not promise gonna lie. you. Will, will you? Will you? say the name again because all i can think of is day of the tentacle coming out of this yeah day of that's the tentacle? a great game. what was the name that's of a the great game, game too we i thought it was day of the tentacle wasn't it no it was oh. uh <laughs> monkey return to monkey island return to monkey island there you that's go the oh game. that's right it was monkey island <clears throat> coming in is it is it they say it's coming to nintendo first is that uh it's coming on i the think switch they did first? say that uh, switch and pc switch and pc first and then the there other systems after that yep there you go so does it say when does it say when they're doing that Say doesn't have other articles right say now. when yeah well there you go sometime, sometime in, the in the in the future yeah. near or far yeah. Who knows? all right <clears throat> time for some reviews um well actually let me talk about this real quick uh n64 emulators uh lovers rejoice because some guy whose name i forget at the moment is <laughs> a genius uh-uh. and dario Dario, yeah, he's the guy that did like the ray traced Super Mario 64 emulator, mm. emulated game. He's actually figured out how to do all that sweet uh, post effect stuff uh, as a plugin for an N64 emulator. So you'll be oh, able to awesome. use it with tons of different emulated N64 games. This plugin that he's working on, and he says it's still, you know, early days. <clears throat> but he has it working, and he's going to work on next is going to be the optimization and making it work on as many games as possible and things like that. But it will create support as a plug-in to an emulator for ray trace lighting, DLSS, 
object motion blur widescreen and s- unlock 60 plus frames per second for the wow. games. Wow. That's that, awesome. That Jeez. is that's a, awesome. That's a, yeah, that's a big, that's a lot of t- cool features. Yeah, that is a, that is a huge win as far as uh, emulation tweaking can go, uh, can, can go on, uh, you know, playing N64 games on your PC. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, he hasn't even said when it will be out, uh, but just that he's working on it. He's got it up and running. So we'll, we'll keep you informed on what we hear about that. All right. Uh, review time. James is going to review uh, the a ring. Aura ring. I think that's how you say it. Aura. Sure. O-U-R-A. Okay, so I picked this thing up a couple of weeks ago, uh, mainly just because I've been feeling kind of crappy lately, and I like the idea of health trackers, especially if I'm trying to get ripped to meet my uh, birth dad. How's that going? Uh, it's okay. I could Has be he canceled better. on you yet? No, but it's... Dude, the <laughs> closer know. we get to this, the more it's starting to look like it's just opening up for failure for oh. me. Yeah, mainly because... Um, there we go. I just need to in my wife's password because I'm on my wife's computer. Uh, the password is. I was going to share my screen with you guys. Dang it. Um, anywho, um, the long and the short of it is I have a app or a, a wearable that's uh, a ring that helps uh, track and keep, uh, keep me up to date with my bodily needs because i have two kids and i never sleep and i abuse my body when it comes to the stuff that i drink and i eat whatever i want so here we are and that isn't super conducive to somebody who wants to be better um anywho the aura ring this is depressing is, keep 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 it going you know, know, let's right? get to the good part it is a 400 dollar yeah. freaking <laughs> wearable just a heads up it's a it's a pretty big buy it's kind of pricey it, uh, it's just this little guy right here, and I'm going to share... I was going to share the slides with you guys, but they won't let me that, upload any GIFs that, that is are bigger smaller? than 50 megabytes. That is smaller yeah. than I thought it'd be. Yeah. Um, I'll find a way to try to put all the stuff on the website or something, but the long and short of it is, is it tracks everything from heart rate to body temperature to everything. It tracks my sleep, tells me what sleep cycles I'm in. And so it has uh, a couple of different points that it tracks that give you your readiness level depending on the day. I kind of went into it thinking that my readiness level was going to be the new version of the horoscope. Just saying like, oh yeah, go forth today and meet somebody you'll have a good conversation with. But really what it is is a score from 0 to 100 that factors in a bunch of different things about you. So uh, not only do you have to like input your... Um, everything that you know about your body going into it and it obviously downloads all of your apple data any like google health tracking data you have it downloads all of that so it it ingests your history and tries to get to know you to make your profile as best as it can but uh let me pull this up right here so uh outside of everything that it tracks like i said it gives you your readiness level and today i went into today having a readiness level of 71 wow you really can't see that at all is 71 good right there i mean it's out of 100 it's good not great i mean it's a c the weird so thing like, is, is it like your readiness level days. like says like how much sleep you got like oh man you got a readiness of 40 you should go back to bed because i'll so, do that yeah it's it's a mixture <laughs> so like there's been like uh, there was a day last week that i only got like four hours of sleep and 
I worked out the day before, so I was pretty tired. No, I didn't work out. I went up and I chopped down some trees on our land and because um, I wanted firewood. And I just felt like crap the next day. So I just, I was thinking to myself, like, what is my readiness level today? Because I feel like garbage. Just thinking like, okay, this is going to be the day that I open it up. It's like a 95. And it's like, you're bright and sunny. It's like, no, I was at a 42. Like, Whoa. it's like your body temperature <laughs> is a couple degrees higher than it normally is. Um, you got next to no sleep. And judging by your heart rate, you're tired. And then I've noticed too that it, if I eat before I go to bed, because your body's still like trying to digest the food, it measures your heartbeat and your body temperature. And it's like, oh, dude, you must have eaten right before you went to bed last night because your heart rate didn't drop until this time. That's why what? you're not sleeping very well. Quit eating before bed, fatso. Is that what but, does it yeah, say that? It's, completely true like it is insane and then there's been a day uh, and the other time i uh i i I figured that it was telling me the truth because i'm always kind of skeptical that it's going to be lying to me that it's like i'm pretty cynical um there was a day last week where i only got five hours of sleep uh but i got up worked out or no the day before i worked out i got up and i noticed i was like i'm actually feel pretty good today I opened it up and I was at like an 85 or whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, like you need to work on your sleep trends and stuff like that. But all things considered, you're, you're doing pretty I'm good. Gonna, I need to get one of these so I can just be like, sorry, I could set a screenshot of it to my work. Just be like, can't, can't do so it today. If I was the an aura, employer. I, the aura ring says I have to go back to bed. <laughs> good night then. And honestly, if I was an employer, it, the <clears throat> stuff that it's made me aware of. Like that's, I mean, it's like specifically about the eating before bed, how important it is. A lot of it is like my sleep cycle. I need to improve. It's like I said, like I eat anything I want, but like truth be told, I don't eat bad. Like I have a salad every day just because I want to, you know, but like, Mm. so it doesn't really give me any dietary tips, but a lot of it's sleep related. So it's really cool. And it's not uh, super intrusive. Like. Like you can see, like it's not super thick. It's got a couple there, of like sensors on the inside. Every now and then there, it makes my finger grow, glow green. Is there a specific finger you're supposed to wear it on or does it matter? So it says that it works best if it's on one of your index fingers, huh. one of your pointer fingers. How um, long does the battery last? Yeah, uh, three days. I So it's waterproof. Oh, look at that. But three usually, times as much as Apple Watch. <laughs> but usually yeah, when seriously. I get out of bed I, and get in the shower, I usually just set it on there. It charges up by the time I'm out. Nice. Um, oh, so it's a quick charge, too. That's nice. Oh, dude. It's... it. Wait, are you I have really no... Reg- I mean, given that you're kind of <laughs> buying into a premium thing, like at least the Apple Watch has displays and complications oh, on yeah. it that help enable your day. This literally just tracks your health. It's the same thing that you could probably get from like a Fitbit, but... My issue is, is like, I just, I like wearing regular watches. I'll probably get an Apple watch this next cycle if they like redo the body style. But, uh, I like wearing regular watches and, um, I, I never like wearing watches to bed and at nighttime is the thing that I need tracked the most. So I don't even like wearing rings to bed though. So I'd be, I'd have to get used to that. See, and I, I'm not a a good point on the watch. I would, I wouldn't want to wear a watch to bed either, but a ring, I could, I could swing that. Well, that and like, you know, like at nighttime is the time that I would charge my Apple watch too. And so it's nice to be able to, and at first when I would go golfing, I'd take it off and throw it in my golf bag and then put it back on. But now you just get used to it. It just becomes another thing. But you're also talking to the dude who doesn't wear like a wedding ring. 
because I, I never really liked rings. But yeah, it comes in four different colors, gold, silver, um, coal, polished, and coal, um, matte. How All right. much does it cost? So, it's 400 bucks. Whee. Yeah, it's a hefty buy-in, but I'll tell you what. like No subscription is... service? That That's it? Oh. That's a one-time deal? Uh, no, it's a subscription service after six months. It's like four bucks a month or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, four bucks. Okay. But it ties right. right into your Apple data. You know, I want... I, yeah. I want. Uh, I, I would like a follow-up, long-term review, like six months from now, to see yeah. if you feel like it's made a difference. He's gonna uh, lose yeah, it before I'm, then I'm, in your daily health. <laughs> what? Owen? Say that he's again. gonna he's gonna lose it before then. This is the guy that has he's on his ninth <laughs> or twenty-ninth pair of headphones. Dude, I gotta. I should go downstairs and get my AirPod case. You should make like I've, a necklace of I've like bought AirPod an AirPod case. case. Which is such a goober thing to do because AirPod case, like the native case, fits so well into your pocket. This new case is so fat and so bulky, but I could put an AirTag on it. Ah. <laughs> and I've already lost it once, and I found it with the AirTag. It was hey. in a field. I left mm. it in a field. Okay. I never There's go some outside. Things, some things <laughs> about you, James, that I just I don't think I'll ever understand, but I'm okay with it because it's still interesting to hear about. He it's must have heard he must have like seen a snake mean. and he just ran. Just snake. I don't I care. I haven't seen a snake this year. I haven't None? seen one. Really? Because this is the year I've seen so many snakes near my house. Like like four or five this spring. It's been Dude, crazy. I haven't Tell seen a that. snake That's this cool. year either. Hmm. Outside of the snakes that you guys have thrown at me. Well. Oh. It's the worst. And your own snake. It's not that big. I'd say it's average. <laughs> not big enough to scare him. No. <laughs> turtle? <clears throat> uh, it's more like a snapping turtle. Like a frightened turtle. Mm. Like a snail's right. eye when it gets cold. It sucks My back up inside of your body. <laughs> My turn to review something. Uh, I have a review today of new set of headphones spin the wheel of tony's reviews and nine out of ten of them are headphones <laughs> do you guys remember the time that tony soft made fun of me for losing stuff yet he has another new pair of headphones okay. yeah, he hasn't I don't lost lose any of the other ones though i have don't need to them. lose them you have so <laughs> many i lost some my did you sony's find your sony's my... no i can't oh, find them anywhere man. that sucks hmm. i think my child hmm. ate them <laughs> I'm not. Oh. All right. So for review today, I have the Creative Zen Hybrid over-the-ear active noise canceling headphones. Now, did you uh, say Creative ironically, or is that actually in the name? No, that's the that's name the of brand. the brand. Is yeah. Creative Creative uh, Labs, right? Yeah, Creative Cre Labs. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> so this is the same company that brought us Sound Blaster mm -hmm. and a bunch of other good stuff. I've owned several different creative products over the years a couple of different usb sound cards uh currently i own their their uh halo gaming audio product the katana 2 katana v2 and it's it's freaking fantastic i don't know if i've reviewed it on the show or not but it's a sound bar with a subwoofer and it's phenomenal it is pricey though it's like 320 bucks um those creative uh, Zen outlier pros that I really liked that those those earbuds ended up uh, you know reviewing those a while back gave them very high scores uh, very good bang for your buck in my opinion now I figured 
their new headset would continue that trend. So let's talk about the pros about the headset. Pro number one, it's comfy. It is a comfy headset. Um, got a lot of adjustability for the head size, metal band Which inside is good for there. You. <laughs> yeah, good for me. Um, and the ear ear pads are very plush, memory foam. Uh, as as you can see, you guys can see they they squish real nice. Ooh, and uh, there's some memory good, in there. Yeah, good feeling uh, pleather cups. All right, done with the positives. Let's talk about the negatives. <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> oh no! What's the sweat rating on that bad boy? I have no idea because I I just can't wear them for longer than about twenty minutes. Oh no! They sound like poop. They sound so bad. They're they're a hundred bucks right now. I think you might be able to find them on sale at various times. I got these for fifty because I'm a part of their. You know, I have a an account with them, and I they know I've. I guess they know I've spent a fair amount of money over there, and they're this like, "Hey, we can milk." Yeah, we can milk uh, this guy for some <laughs> Look more. Look at how so raw's nips are. We bet we can milk him for some more. <laughs> exactly. So I was able to get them pre-ordered for fifty bucks, but I I sent them an email today asking for a return because they have no low end, no base, and uh, even their high end just uh, the rest of it just sounds it's just weak. It doesn't have any depth. Now you've already does it have tried a troubleshooting. You you does you it have did a it? companion yeah. app? Yeah. That, okay, I was about to get to that. It does have a oh, uh, its active noise canceling is is okay. Uh, I'd say good, not great. Um, but the companion app they have for it is the SXFi app. So what's supposed to make these special is that it's supposed to support their SXFi um, sound kind of software, you know, whatever, that's enhancer. And the SXFi app, at least on iOS, is pure trash. It... It took forever to finally get it to link up with these, and when it did, the EQ adjustment does nothing. Oh, Absolute no change now, while adjusting the so EQ. Now, is it so new because it's in pre-order that they just haven't no. had a chance to update the firmware? No, this SXFi app has... Okay, well, let's talk about that in a sec, but the SXFi app has been out for a couple years, like four right. years, because they have other products that support SXFi. <clears throat> and... As far as firmware updates, SXFi app doesn't do that. Doesn't doesn't do firmware updates. All it does is uh, the EQ, EQ stuff and Ooh. sound enhancement. Here's the other thing the SXFi app is supposed to do. You're supposed to be able to play all your downloaded music to your phone and have it enhanced by their software enhancement. Guess what the SXFi app doesn't do? See any of the songs you've downloaded onto your phone. <laughs> So it has the one song that it comes with as the demo, and other than that, maybe nothing. that's an i maybe that's an iPhone thing with permissions. No, it just sounds like you have toilet paper that has a bunch of holes in it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it works better on Android or what, because I don't have an Android device. But on iOS, it does not. It doesn't even work. And you can look at the iOS app as well in in the App Store, and it's got like 1.5 stars. <laughs> Because Ouch. if you look at right. all the recent reviews for the last like two years, they're like, app doesn't work, doesn't Garbage. find any music on the downloads, uh, doesn't connect correctly to the headphones <clears throat> so or to the other devices. 
So basically everything that they've talked about on these besides the active noise canceling just sucks. The sound sucks. The app sucks. Um, it comes in a pretty color. It's it. The build quality is actually pretty decent. It's and, just your. It's just your Apple. It's just your yeah. Apple uh, branding recognition, James. It's just white. That's <laughs> it's white. It's a white, it's and a nice, you're like, this is a pretty white. color. It's nice. So anyway, um, I'm gonna try and get my fifty bucks back, and absolutely do not spend a hundred bucks on these because they sound like crap. Don't be a gold darn fool. Their apps don't. Their app just doesn't even work good. I've gone back and forth with tech support with them for the last week. Hey, what about this? Oh, try this. No, still doesn't work. Try right. this. Nope, still oh, doesn't good work. On, good on you going after them though for like going to their support too. So no, how yeah. was their how was their support? Pretty responsive though. Like how was yeah, the customer it takes, experience? It usually take about a day for them to get back to me unless it was over the weekend, one business oh. day, which you know not too bad. Yeah. But uh, yeah, everything they told me didn't help. Oh, the other thing that it does have okay, but it doesn't benefit you at all, is it actually has really good battery life. You can get like 35 or 40 hours off of one charge. Here's something crappy for longer. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Yeah, you can have this poor quality sounding headphone that will run for 40 hours without having to charge it. Hmm. So really disappointed in these. I was really hoping that it would be something... With a normal price of around a hundred bucks, it would be able to compete closer to the Sony's and the Bose uh, headphones, based on my experience with their other products, which are usually very, very good price-to-performance ratio. So, anyway, unless something changes drastically with these uh, in the future, definitely don't don't spend your money on the Creative Zen Hybrid headphones, ANC headphones. Uh, I give it a 2 out of 10. Oh. And that is the review. Bah, blah, bah. Bah, 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 um, let's see. I think that it's about wraps nice it up. It's kind of nice having a good review and a bad review. Yeah, nice. you know. I think this is the first time I've had a really negative review of anything I've purchased to review on the show. It's usually mediocre at best. Or mediocre at worst, I mean. And then goes up from there. But I was oh, I couldn't believe how disappointed I was with these. Like... Well, I mean, there's something about bad audio that's just, like, sad, especially if it's coming from a company that's supposed to be good at audio. And, that, and that's what I put in the email when I asked for a refund today. I said, okay, here's the two things. I said, well, I'll read the email. And maybe I was too harsh. I don't know. But uh, No, if you were just being direct, then it's helpful. Yeah, I, I feel like I was. That's what um, I always think. <laughs> Jerry hurts. Jerry hurts you're sometimes. But Jerry, so, you go through their family. Yeah, you're <laughs> so direct that it's just like, holy see, look, geez. Do you see this? Not, I don't. Ha- I burned all my gray t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, but all right, so do you I use the dye from the gray t-shirts in your hair? <laughs> no. Oh, no. oh. Hey, people, so, pay for, people pay for this color now. It's so. true. Big money. No, it's silver. You're you're a silver fox, man. That's right. Here's what I said back to their latest email. I said, thanks for getting back to me. Two things I want to talk about now. One, the SXFi app will not find any music saved to my iPhone. I've included some screenshots to show you. And I showed them a screenshot of my downloaded section in in uh, Apple Music. And then I showed them an empty section where it says songs in the SXFi app. And then I showed them the settings in my iPhone that show the settings in the SXFi app have access to media and Apple Music access. Has I been wonder if it already. only does non, uh, 
Oh, what's that word? Music you have to buy. Oh, DRM. Instead of music? DRM, non-DRM music. Hmm. Even, I mean, even if that's the case, it's a terrible implementation because who buys music anymore these days? Yeah. Digitally, it's all streaming, you know? Well, and who are they to be the gatekeepers for something like that? Yeah, exactly. I'm paying for the right to download this song to my phone and play it from my phone, so I should be able to use it in any way I want. Uh, number two, and I said, number two, thank you for pointing out the EQ in the corner of the of the uh, app for me because I hadn't seen it. I said, but I used it and could not tell any difference to the sound based on my adjustments. I saw no difference whatsoever. And I said, at this point, I just want to return the headphones for a refund, please. They do not work as advertised and do not have the high quality sound I have come to expect from creative. Thanks. Mm, sick burn. Eh, it's kind of a burn, but it was like a backhanded. Yeah, it's a true statement. Or a front-handed. It, I mean, yeah, because it's like I, I love their other stuff. It's all yeah, been really good. Killed them with kindness. But this one's just a poop. Big old, big old turd big blossom. What's up with y'all? This sucks yeah. now. It didn't used to suck, but now it sucks, and I don't get it. it. I don't know. It's basically what you said. Like you guys are good, but this is no good. That's that's exactly what I said. I did it. All right, does, do we want to end, or is there a lightning round you guys want to do real quick? Oh, I do. I want to hear something. about those Sony peripherals. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll do a lightning round real quick. Uh, James, did you say you had a lightning round yeah. you wanted to do? Okay. We aren't it. talking about Dolly as much as I want to be talking about Dolly. <laughs> you mean every episode you're on that we every talk episode, about it? It's a enough? huge deal. And guess what? <laughs> I finally got through to Dolly Mini. And Ooh. guess what, guys? I put in... The gadget spot. That's right. I well, put in the gadget spot and I have photos of it. And show them. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean you barely got through to Dolly Mini? I've been running it since I since you put on the show notes. I've done like three or four images. Like okay, this whole first show. off, nobody was gonna verify that. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm asking. Was it so popular that you couldn't get through? I mean, or the was first it like a user several we, times I tried yeah, to do we, it, it wouldn't go through. But uh, oh, when we talked much, about it, would, it the first day. It was slow as crap. Oh, okay, I put it in the private chat. If you guys click on that, you'll see what comes up for uh, for the gadget spot and gadget spot. I like that better than our current logo. <laughs> It is nothing. I mean, it's just no, it's just a bunch of <laughs> yeah. it's just a bunch of uh, uh, yeah. phones and tablets. That yeah. is so I, so like I, the I most generic phones you can ever see. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know I what can... I was expecting, but I'm still disappointed. Yep. So all right. Well, I guess that means we need to change our name to something easier for SEO and to <laughs> and to recognize which. This wouldn't be so, the first time someone so, told me that. So, so I put, uh, <laughs> yeah, I put in gadget spot just like that. I got that same result. Then I put in orange gear. Then I put in games, uh, video games. What do we say? Gadgets, video games, and tech. And then I put in all four of our, our all four of our names. We'll put a link in here. Let's see this. And yeah, I'm gonna, it in. I downloaded the file. So and then I removed it. So I have to drop it in Slack. So you guys are gonna have to go over there. But okay. all right. it's yeah, disturbing. It's, oh, I can't uh, wait! It's disturbing because it I took. A, it looks. It looks like a picture of. It looks like a, a picture of me in there. 
I think this is what, what? we're going to have to use for our... Uh, look at, that's look at Owen this. wasn't born <laughs> look, at, well, look at that. It's like look at that. you uh, that somebody yeah. carved off your lips. <laughs> exactly. And you're wearing a gray shirt, so that's <laughs> ironic. That's. But look at that. It looks like that they got a. They found a picture of me and then peeled my eyelids and my teeth, yeah, off, my lips that is off. Wild. You don't have any lips hey, anymore, dude. I'm mm. going to use this for the. Uh, there you go. For our episode <laughs> today. <laughs> it's going to be that completely is, random, dude. It's going to get people to click because it's going to be like, oh, that that child, that poor. Oh that boy, unfortunate awful. soul. That's disturbing. So that's so that's uh, that's uh, if you add more criteria. I did it. I had I had a lot of criteria and I did get. Uh, busy come back later can i ask you to put something in there and i just want to see what it comes up with and i hate that i'm asking for this but here we are will you just put in scary snake and then drop it in slack i just want to see what it looks like yeah hold on james finally is confronting his fears here we go james you know it's gonna happen to me whether i ask for it or not so i might as well be asking for it (laughs) (laughs) you'd rather have it come because of your request not because of randomness let me see if i can point at least i'm in control all right. In the meantime, while you do that, uh, Jaron, was there something you wanted to lightning round on your list? Uh, yeah, sure. There is a solar-powered car. It's called the Lightyear Zero. Uh, first of all, it costs two hundred sixty-four thousand dollars. But like the like Tesla, they're starting expensive. Then hopefully, if they make money, will go cheap. But they rebuilt everything from the ground up so that everything could be as efficient as possible. And uh, this solar-powered car can get 44 miles a day on oh. just from the sun. That right. is a lot more than I would have expected. Yeah. So you could fully charge your car, assuming you only drive to work like 10, 20 miles, you know. You could be net positive every single day that's just cool. from driving it. That's As long as you don't awesome. park in the covered parking. Right. Yeah, as long as you don't park in the covered parking. If you live in Arizona, man, you're, yeah. you're golden. Charge all the time. So, uh... Yeah. <laughs> How does it look? So it's, is, it's it, a, is it ugly or? No, it, it's actually a semi-handsome looking car. There's some junk in the trunk, Whoa. but uh, other gray, than that. This gray one with the cover on the back wheels? Uh, yeah, some junk in the trunk, but other than that, it looks kind of normal. Not um, bad. Yeah, yeah, not bad. There's definitely uglier cars on the road, that's for sure. Yeah, especially uglier electric cars. Yep. Specifically cool. made by BMW Ooh, and Toyota. Can confirm. <laughs> yeah. However, BMW has been making some attractive electric motorcycles lately. Maybe that's just because you and McGregor's on them. But you know, here we oh, are. <laughs> he's awesome. I love him. Anyway, three hundred eighty-eight <laughs> miles of range, um, forty-four miles a day of charging from from the sun. So cool. That's it. Very cool. There you go, James. It's in the Slack channel. I put here was the criteria. The criteria, oh my the criteria was scary snake teeth, James afraid. And uh, that's what you got there. <laughs> oh, there you go. What is this? I don't know. The AI, the AI has spoken. The middle one is my favorite. That is nightmare fuel. Oh my, is this the picture for our episode? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's where you go to get the picture from now on. Is, is that? <laughs> oh, that's oh, this is worse idea. than Voldemort. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was the worst. It made my eyes water. <laughs> oh my god. The oh one in gosh. the middle on the bottom with one mm-hmm. eye. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, I dare you to type in one eye, Willie. I dare you. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm on my wife's computer. All right. I'll, do, I'll do my lightning round real quick while we uh, do that. 
Uh, Jaron wanted to hear about the Sony peripherals that they just announced. And uh, right up my alley, three new pairs of headphones. Yeah. For the uh, Sony PlayStation ecosystem. Are they uh, actually good? The So... Some of the some of the places have reviews up for it right now. I think IGN has a review up for the H9, the high end version, it's three hundred bucks, and they liked most aspects. The review for that is interesting. I read through it. They like most of the aspects or all of the aspects that are gaming related, except for the microphone. They said the microphone is poopy, but uh, not for. I think for software reasons, for what they were just. Dis- describing for why it doesn't sound good so i think that could definitely be addressed in a firmware update but uh they knocked it for a couple other things that aren't really related to gaming headphone peripherals specifically uh which was weird but i think they gave it a 7 out of 10 which is kind of rough when you're talking about a 300 dollars product but uh i think that they'll be able to address those shortcomings with patches uh software patches Anyway, you got those are the H9s. You have the H7s, which are also wireless, um, but uh, just has a few less features than the H9. And then the H3 is a wired set of headphones for the PlayStation ecosystem. And they look right at home next to your PlayStation. They're just kind of bulbous but they're and white. not just PlayStation, though, right? It's PlayStation and PC. And right? PC, yes. It does support PC as well. And that's that's what they're trying to do with this line. Oh, it's called InZone is this line of, uh, of peripherals, the InZone series. So you have those three headsets, and they also released two gaming monitors that are uh, feature-packed for the PlayStation 5 or PC. The... M3 and the M9. The InZone M3 is a 1080p gaming monitor with a refresh rate of 240 Hz. And the M9 is 4K with a refresh rate of 144 Hz. They both feature HDMI 2.1. They are 27 inches diagonal. And uh, says they will support variable refresh rate for the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series. As well as uh, NVIDIA... GPUs, so Neither. yeah, they're try- it looks like they're trying to branch out <clears throat> and make some high quality peripherals for um, kind of the lean PlayStation, but work with uh, PC as well. So, and they're kind cool. of committing to PC in more ways than one. This is cool. Yeah, this is just another kind of statement they've made that uh, seems like they definitely want to cash in on some of that sweet, sweet PC money, PC gaming money. So, oh, the uh, M3 1080p is 529, and the 4K M9 is 899. Hmm. They it's not should bad. Be, should be out this summer. No, not not terrible pricing. So, they have a kind of a funky triangular stand. Looks kind of neat. Um, I don't know how great that would be for the footprint on your desk, but it looks cool. And it looks like they might have some uh, LED lighting on the back coming up through the uh, through the grates. So anyway, we'll let you know uh, what we see on those later on as they as they come out. Ooh, they got DisplayPort too. Nice. I see that on the back here. That's cool. And uh, USB three hub as well. So yeah, just like straight up like a nice gaming monitor. 
Nice. Nice. All right. There's the Sony stuff. And then uh, what was the other thing? Did you drop another crazy? Yep. There yep. it is. Nice. What'd you put in here? One-eyed Willie Snake with open mouth. What? Those this kinda... is far less disturbing. Yeah, yeah, those ones aren't. The more criteria you give it, the more disturbing the AI becomes. <laughs> yeah. Like this if, is you a, so if you had a color in there, if you had a color or something, it, it oh. gets really creepy. And yeah, this is more snake, just kind of like James snakes. afraid is terrifying. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The one where he's like basically pulling it out of his nostril. That that disturbing. <laughs> oh, James is so weird. Just one-eyed Willie was all he put. And I don't even know. They look like. I don't like it. They, they look like rejected kids show yeah. uh, puppets. <laughs> Especially the like one in the middle. Gone, like Kablam yeah. on Nickelodeon. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's great about AI is they don't care about context. You just tell them to do something, and they'll do whatever that is without yep. question, even if it's just horrible. And as humans, we need to be questioned. <laughs> True that. We need more parameters to narrow things down. AI is just like, yeah, I'll do that for you. Yeah, yeah I can we'll do, do that. that. Yep. Here's what you said exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh, uh, man. I got four to choose from now for the uh, show picture. Interesting. All right. That's it. We're done. Uh, thanks for tuning in, listener. Thanks for making it to the end of this, what turned out to be an extra long edition of the Gadget Spot. One hour and 45 minutes, uh, roughly. And uh, we will see you next week. Download us again if you enjoyed what you heard. Tell a friend. And Owen, finish us off. Take us out. Hey, we hope you care. Gadget Spot.